You are now tuned in to the Uncensored Podcast on Boss FM. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Uncensored on Boss FM. Happy Monday, y'all. We have made it through another week. It is your party boy, Joey. It's your girl, Kayla. And we sadly don't have Becca with us, but she has not left us. She's out doing her own thing. So we do have a little bit of a surprise for y'all again. Who we got today? We got some top news. We got John. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> no, me neither. That was a surprise to me too. But oh. it's it's John. What's what's on the show today, Kayla? <laughs> Joe, we invited John to the show without John knowing. I'm sneaky. I'm sneaky. My bad. <laughs> you know what, guys. But- let me share something with you guys. When I was out last week, I thought you guys were going to prank call me for the game. So I was ready, but you guys didn't. So We didn't do actually any prank calls. I, I think <laughs> I scared John after the whole, like, I love pranking people on April Fool's Day. So I didn't mention anything about prank calls. <laughs> I, I told you how Joey pranks, right? Yes. Yeah. He wanted to call you and tell you that he had been into it like a terrible accident. Yeah, no, because yeah, what? I'm 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 rather ruthless. <laughs> John said you're crazy. I am, but it's okay. That's just how I roll. You but, you oh, like being called crazy? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. People don't people don't try me. People don't try I, me. I get offended. No, I just be like I know. Glad y'all know. He's accepted the truth. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to say I didn't? <laughs> Anyways, on today's I show, we've got some, <laughs> we've got some <laughs> hot topics, some celebrity birthdays. Today's top we've news, got some good trending topics. We've also got a come on, white folks, a good discussion of the day, and a little bit from B and J, and a dabble in some sports. So we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, take a look at our social media while we're gone at Uncensored Boss FM, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Uncensored Boss FM. It's your girl Kayla here with Joey and I guess our special surprise today, John. You guess your special <laughs> surprise today. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> okay, and our very much lovely John, our executive producer, John. But we're about to hop into some top news with Joey, the main man. So, Joey, what we got today? So the U.S. Capitol is back on the map again. Unfortunately, one of the police has died after an attacker rams into a checkpoint. So... The gentleman was killed and another injured after a man drove the car into security barricade at the U.S. Capitol complex on Friday. The acting chief, Yogananda, 
Pittman. I had to get that name right. I didn't want to butcher it. So the driver was shot upon uh, after jumping out of the car with a knife and failing to respond to verbal commands and lunging at the officers. The suspect was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead short later time. The fallen officer is identified as William Evans, who was known as Billy. And Evans was an 18-year veteran, veteran of the Capitol Police and a member of the Capitol's Division First Responders Unit. So we still got people trying to attack on, on Capitol grounds. Yeah. I mean... Second dead Capitol Police I'm not, this year. I'm not surprised. Like, nobody's honestly, learned anything after January 6th. Honestly, I was expecting a lot more after January 6th. Well, this young man was black. His family said he was troubled and had... Uh, expressed some suicidal ideation in the past couple weeks. And he had social media posts that were um, supporting Luis Faircon, whatever whatever that means to you guys. Um, yeah. Um, the, the guy for the Nation of Islam, Luis Farrakhan. Mm-hmm. Farrakhan is supposed to be a con man. But I don't. I'm That's not going to. I'm not going to speak too much on Farrakhan though, because I really don't know his teaching. Me neither. A <sighs> lot of people follow him that I know about Farrakhan, but yeah, and it's like one of the first times, at least in our generation, where um, someone has claimed terrorism under the name of Louis Farrakhan. Yes. Yeah. See, that's news I, to me. Like I never. I didn't know who this guy was. So that's news to me. Farrakhan is, is something like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad when Malcolm X was um, following him. Like mm-hmm. whatever, I want to say whatever his position was, Elijah Muhammad, that's kind of the same position that Farrakhan had, to my knowledge, or at least how I view it. Mm. That's news. That is all the way news. But I mean, I hate that this is what we still have going on in our nation. We can't seem to get shit together. People are just people. People are really losing their minds after this. And it's, yeah, no. It, it's not. And I'm not knowing that this this 25 year old boy whose name is who's identified now as Noah Green of Indiana, um, it, it was having all these like these problems. Who was going to be there to help him? Because now this is what he's done. Yeah. No. I, that's a good point. Um, that this is the same this is a a symptom of the same disease that causes mass shootings uh you know mass like suicide numbers to be super high it's just like a lack of attention to mental health a lack of access to resources for mental health well speaking of mass shootings we do remember the mass shootings that happened here in Atlanta at the spas, which was, of course, a, 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 a fire factor to push out the stop Asian hate. Unfortunately, another Asian woman has fallen. Um, an Asian woman was fatally stabbed while she was walking her dog. But police are saying that they're not they're not suspecting that it's a hate crime. She's an elderly woman who was in Riverside, California, and she was stabbed to death Sunday mor- Saturday morning. Riverside police received several calls about a woman suffering from stab wounds in the Golden Avenue in La Sierra's neighborhood. The woman is 64-year-old 
Key Chaming of Riverside, and she was bleeding from her abdomen and taken to the local hospital where she died of her injuries shortly after the attack. Police started getting calls saying the neighbor in the area were reporting a transient woman walking through their yard and appearing suspicious. Officers responded to the call, safely detained the woman, identified as 23-year-old Darlene Stephanie Montoya of Monterey Park of Los Angeles County. So now, stop Asian hate. We have this now to worry about. Wait, okay, before we dive into this, can someone give me the definition of transient? Because I don't know what that means. Homeless. No place to go. Yeah. Such a, that I feel like that word gives me something else. That doesn't give me homeless vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me like uh, hobo riding on a train vibes. Right. Right. I feel like that's like very much bougie homeless. I'm a transient woman. Maybe. it's it's a lot it's a lot to take in like it's too many of yeah it's 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 why are we still why do we live in this world why do we live in this world where everybody just has to like pull violence like you wake up for violence it's the same thing why do we have to it's the same thing it's the same thing we just talked about that this 23 year old girl it's it's a 23 year old girl and a 25 year old guy this girl is probably of some sort of latin um heritage i'm just saying that based on her name montoya like they are both probably um painfully neglected when it comes to mental health resources and so it just manifests itself in this like disgusting violent negative way way yeah and unfortunately it intersects with this stop asian hate thing and the cops are just like i feel like they are so happy when they can say it's not racially motivated because they i feel like it's it makes things bigger a bigger issue for cops Right. Like, I feel like with them dealing with racism, because if you really look at it, when it comes to cops, I feel like for them, racism isn't black and white, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. if that's a, a gray area for them. And they really, it's like they're battling their job versus their morals when it comes to racism mm-hmm. and how they handle situations. Mm-hmm. But, and it's like they never can really be fully themselves because it's like they're saving their jobs at the end of the day too they still need a job so not dealing with something that's racism or racist will it's easier for them to deal with but that's the frustrating thing because i feel like everybody we've seen we clearly know that there's enough police officers in here that are completely racist and don't care about it and are willing to openly put that out there and i feel like any specific place or career that should not have racism is one police officers, two firefighters, three politicians, and four judges. And unfortunately, that's where it all comes out because black people, of course, get a way bigger thing when with sentencing than they do white people. Look at the dude that shot up the church and killed eight people and then the boy that raped that one girl. And then now... You have Brock Turner. people Brock looking Turner. at, huh? Brock Turner. Yes, that thing there, that one right there. 
that boy, that one boy. Yes. Who raped that little that boy? I'm sitting here like, what boy raped that girl? <laughs> Are you familiar with this Brock Turner story? The affluenza. Like he. No. He was like basically. He raped her behind the trash can, right? Yeah. Well, don't get into all the details, but all the evidence oh. stacked against him, and the judge was basically just like, "I don't want to ruin this this kid's life with this sentence, so we'll give him parole, uh, probation, or whatever." He was white. Oh yeah. yes, of course. A swimmer at yeah, with the name Stanford. of Brock. I I should have figured. Brock Turner. Yeah. And l- lo and behold, <laughs> let it be a Deshaun. Oh yeah, they would have hung him. Oh, like the football player, the football player that has all the allegations against him, the sexual allegations. Deshaun what? Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. crazy story too. But for me, I feel like for them to say that it's not, um, they're not suspecting a hate crime, it's weird. It's asinine. That's stupid. Like, whether what makes you stab um, a, a Asian person? Like what while walking her dog. Yeah. It was Saturday morning. I'm pretty sure in Riverside, California, there are white people walking their dog too, and probably being black people. Every corner, starting at 6 a.m. Yeah, I almost so, feel like if there's a if there's an interracial murder, uh, it should be considered a hate crime. A hate crime until proven no matter otherwise. What. Yeah. Yeah, and it should be hard to prove otherwise. And that's sadly, that's sadly the world we live in. So definitely praying for the police officer and definitely praying for this, this elderly lady who lost their lives. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hop into some trending topics, but don't go away. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It's your party boy, Joey, and I'm here with Kayla and our awesome man, our co-host, and our producer, John. But we're going to jump right on into some trending topics. Kayla, take it away. Hold up. Did Before you, I even... Did, oh. you, did you hiccup? Okay. Did I who? Did you hiccup? Yes. This <laughs> I got back, I got vaccinated. It's, it's literally like everything is just coming. I don't know what's happening. It's the COVID. I've been burping. I have burped every five seconds, which has been disgusting. And then I have been just very hiccupy. Maybe did you eat something today? Do you have access? I have. What did I have today? I had a a a, a gyro. It could be the lamb. Pronounce hero. 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 Yeah, I have one of those. Um, And then a hero comes along. No, but literally, like it's been a mess. Joseph, do you have access to the, to your uh, mute button on on this call? Yes. Okay. Well, if you have to belch or hiccup, just go ahead and do us. A... I will. I I intend to. Good man. All right, Kayla. So we have some birthdays that happened over the past weekend. So Mr. Pharrell himself, the genius. I love me. He's so fine. He turned forty seven over the weekend. Today. He turned 47 today, actually. I'm sorry. These are all um, today. Mr. Huh? These are all today. Oh, okay. Mr. Juicy J himself turned 45 today. I love Juicy J. He's so good. Um, and then Mr. Christopher Reed, aka Kid from Kid and Play, turned 57. 
And we also have, if they were still alive today, Booker T. Washington, the American education pioneer and the first American on the U.S. stamp would have been 165. He is younger than Harriet Tubman. <laughs> What's 160? I thought it was 156. 65. What? Who, Booker T.? Do you guys remember the wrestler named Booker T. Washington? Yeah. Just Booker that T. That was my boyfriend. I oh, it was just Booker T. I definitely remember him. And <laughs> <was> my boyfriend. <laughs> but let's I hop into some trending topics. So we have to talk about, he's close to my heart, but DMX and how he was hospitalized over the weekend due to drug over. So the rapper suffered a heart attack Friday around 11 p.m. at his home in White Plains, New York, and was taken via ambulance to a local hospital where he remains on a ventilator, says his attorney. Um, he is currently on life support and, like I said, is still in the hospital. So our thoughts and prayers from Uncensored and Boss FM um, go out to DMX and his family. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this is unfortunate. But isn't, uh, I just have to ask this. Did, didn't he do this before? Isn't this like not the first time he's done this? Yeah, I think he's had problems with drugs. Yeah. For a minute. Definitely. Like an an overdose or came close to overdosing fairly recently. He wasn't rehab um, before. But, But however, what I realized or what I just discovered was that the reason that led to his drug addiction was that his blunt was laced with crack cocaine at the age of 14. Ooh. Damn. I never heard. How did you find that out? Twitter. Ooh. (laughs) That's crazy. So, yeah. um, We, We were just talking about, like, you know. He seemed to have a very challenging life. Yeah. Right. But even if he, even though he did, he still remained a pivotal figure in the hip hop industry. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. In in the world, I think. Like, I thought, I think that time um, where, what's the song, uh, Y'all Gonna Make Me Lose My Mind? My Mind. Up in here. Up in here, that will be forever an anthem. Oh, and I feel like it's a huge part of why hip hop became the most popular genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a huge. Um, hit, I, like in my middle school, I want to say his legendary Woodstock performance. That's what I've been seeing this whole weekend. He had the whole world with that one performance. Um, I, I've never seen white people do a. a what do you call that? When they be throwing themselves and fighting in the a mosh pit a or mosh something pit. like that. Oh God, I hate those. Yeah, I've never seen that. Not to a DMX song, but isn't that terrifying? But he's like <laughs> he's done so much work just in just in his own way. Like people, young y'all, you know Becca and Kayla the babies. Babies younger than them know who DMX is. Y'all the babies. John, how old are you? 33. What the fuck? Really? Shit. Y'all the babies. Y'all the babies. I don't even care anymore. (laughs) I don't even care. But first of all, I didn't know he did a versus. Did you guys know that? 
No, with who? Against who? Snoop Dogg. I did hear about that. It was a it was a clip of him trending because he prayed before the versus battle, and they were saying that his prayer was very anointing. So um, I was listening to the clip. I was like, I didn't even know he did a versus. But yeah, it makes me sad. It makes me so sad. I just, I mean, I love his music, and you know, I hate that this is what he has to go through. Well, here's here's my thing, and and why I'm kind of. I guess in the background a little troubled because we're like, oh my gosh, this is so sad for DMX. But like, if this wasn't happening, we wouldn't be speaking about his name. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I, no, I think you're right. Kind of have a point on that, and I think it goes back into the other topics that we've discussed so far on this show. Like, there is just a societal like neglect of people with addiction or people with mental health problems you know yeah as i don't know what kind of what we could have done for dmx as as a society though but i feel like even minus the drugs his whole rap career like he still he isn't making music today like right. you really don't know about DMX unless like you you really dive into rap, and that's like early two thousands nineties rap. Mm-hmm. But no one. And that's really the, that was the best kind of rap. We ain't gonna front. Right, but no one's like really unless like your name is like uh, Take Key. Like no one really speaks about the producers mm-hmm. behind the music. It's all about the artists that that you hear sing. So if he is producing music behind the scenes, we don't know about that. No one's speaking like, oh, DMX wrote that or oh, DMX produced that. Even right. if he is doing that or or even making movies, like we don't know none of that. We just know him for his career. But being that his career happened when we were children or when you guys were growing up, that's all we know about him. So that's why I kind of feel sad because it's like, Ding, nobody was really speaking about DMX or worried about DMX until this actually happened. Like I seen right. on Twitter and was like, oh, I need him. Like he can't, like granted, I don't want him to die. And I'm not saying that he is going to die, but it's like. Before this, who was, who was saying what? Who was saying that I don't want DMX to die, you know? Like I think the most that I see every day that they don't want to die is, is Betty White. Beyonce. So he's, yes, he's 50 years old. DMX? Um, yeah. My mom's older than him. Yeah, we were just talking about Pharrell is 47. 47. Yeah. And fine. He's only 50. Don't, don't he, fine. Has, he has a whole life to live at 50. Yeah. Yeah. And even though his career was definitely on the down the downturn, you're absolutely he's right. Still, so yeah. much life. Yeah. Like, he could have really, like, he could have done so much in his 50s and really enjoyed his 50s. But for him to live in White Plains, New York, he probably was doing something. Because White Plains isn't cheap. Shit, living in New York, period, isn't cheap. So that's why I stay away from it. So well, he had to, he probably was doing something. He probably got money from the first battle, too. And I feel like, I don't know what his financial situation was, but I assume the four or five mega hits from the are still making money yeah from the early 2000s are still oh, making yeah. a ton of money and one of, sure his song, one of his songs actually came on the radio today as i was driving 
Well, it might have been. Do you think it's today because his situation, or do you think it's today because it's random? No, it's to honor him. I think today. I think I'm not gonna lie. I think today is random because I listen to a radio station where they play like everything from like. 90s, 80s, 90s, and the 2000s. Nothing new is being played on this radio station. And I mean, they're playing every genre, hip-hop, country, whatever. Like, we get a mix of everything. I think that's just sad. Um, Well, I think they were honoring DMX, and, you know, we do the same with this segment. But that's all the time we have for Trending Topics. And so stay with us through the break. And when we get back, we've got a spring segment. We've got a flashback segment with B&J. And later on, (laughs) come on, white folks. On Uncensored. All right, everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It's your party boy, Joey, along with Kayla and John. And, of course, if you're feeling springy, good, because Becca's got the good spring class for you. We've got something for her for the springiness of spring, honey. Becca, take it away. It's your girl, Becca. Welcome to our spring segment, where we will discuss many things that highlight that feeling and sense of spring surrounding us all throughout the month. And for today, I'll be giving you important tips for spring cleaning. As you know, nothing feels quite as satisfying as coming home to a home that sparkles. Since cleaning your house from head to toe can be overwhelming and not to mention tiring and time consuming, take it room by room or appliance by appliance. No matter if you only have five minutes to freshen things up or an entire weekend to spare, give your home, room, or any personal space that you have the much needed attention. I will be sharing cleaning how-to tips from Jeffrey Phillips, organizing expert, and Carolyn Forte, director of Good Housing Institute Cleaning Lab. We will first talk about doormats, the ones that hang outside your front door that say, well, or any phrase that you want to have on them. An important tip to trap more dirt is by using two mats, one outside the door and one inside. To refresh, hose off and air dry the mat. Vacuum indoor ones on both sides. Going over the back will push trap dirt out onto the floor, which will make it easier to pick up. For your kitchen sink, try running a couple of lemon rinse slivers through your garbage disposal and follow with cold water to get rid of any unwanted odors. Now onto your microwave. Fill a large microwave-safe bowl with one cup of water and a chopped up lemon, lime, or orange, or even several teaspoons of vinegar and stick it inside. Turn the appliance on high for several minutes or until the solution boils and the window is steamy. Then let it cool off for five minutes before opening the door. Remove and wipe the inside and outside with a sponge. For your cutting boards, run the cut side of a lemon over the board to help remove food stains and smells. And for a little extra step, sprinkle it with salt or baking soda first. Continuing with the kitchen, let's talk about the fridge. In addition to wiping down your fridge's interior shelves on a regular basis, give the removable bins and shelves a deep clean every now and then. Pop out the door shelves and bins and wash them in warm, soapy water to get rid of food bacteria and spillage. If your oven doesn't have a self-cleaning function to remove stubborn baked-on grime, place a hot, wet cloth on top of a burned spot to soften the gunk. Then scrub with a sprinkle of baking powder and a heavy-duty pad. Rinse and wipe dry. If you like makeup like me, let's talk about where we store our makeup. The first thing to know, it's important to get rid of expired makeup, skincare, and hair products. For your makeup brushes, to break down oil-based foundation and concealer, squeeze a drop size of baby shampoo or Dawn dish soap into the palm of your hand 
and rub the bristle tips into the soap. Then gently work the suds through them. To rinse, hold the brush bristles down under warm running water. Gently shake over the sink to remove excess water and lay the brush down on a paper towel to finish drying. To freshen your shower drains and to help keep them free flowing, mix half cup of baking soda, one fourth cup table salt, pour the mixture down the drain, followed by one cup heated vinegar. It will foam and bubble. Let the mixture stay for no more than up to 15 minutes. And then follow by running hot tap water for at least 15 to 30 seconds. This is especially helpful for those bathrooms that don't get used on a regular basis, like guest bathrooms. Spring cleaning is all about tackling those areas you forget about during the rest of the year. So grab an expendable duster and attack the ceiling fans, hanging lights, moldings, and more. For your mattress, press firmly with your vacuum's upholsters, service tools to clean the top and sides. After vacuuming, sanitize your mattress with a disinfecting spray like Lysol. You can use a garment steamer or iron to kill dust mites near the surface but don't forget to vacuum afterwards. Something I struggle with a lot when it comes to spring cleaning is going through my closet and getting rid of clothes and shoes. Go through the items in your closet from the season that just ended and remove anything stained in need of repair or worn out. Make a second pass through spring and summer clothes as you take them out of storage. Try anything you're unsure of before giving it a closet space. As for me, I'm still trying to figure out this whole process. And I hope you found these tips about spring cleaning to be helpful and interesting. Please stay tuned after this break and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UncensoredBossFM to stay up to date and as always, stay curious and beautiful. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome to Flashback with V&J. I'm your girl, Becca. And it's your party boy, Joey. And we about to get into our first... Wait. Monumental and messy. Mm, is it? Well, I think it's a little heavy on the weight. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. This sat a little bit heavy uh-huh. on the chest. So let's get into it. We're going to talk about Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson, and Jordan Woods. Now, the reason why I wanted to flash back to this one is because Chloe recently posted on her Instagram, she was trying to show off her nails, but then on her ring finger, you see this big rock. And she yeah. comments the ring finger, like the ring um, emoji and like this like little emoji face or whatever. And I was just like, so we just gonna forget about what happened a while back. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was shady with this whole Jordan Woods thing because you and Tristan, I get Tristan being as young as he is because he's younger than me. Mm-hmm. And Chloe is six years older than me. Certain places you just know when you're dealing with certain people, you don't need to be without them. Mm, I like that one. I like I, that one. I'm but just... let's give y'all a quick recap. So there was rumors that were spreading about Tristan Thompson cheating on Chloe way before the whole Jordan situation. And so then when that happened, she didn't leave him. And that's why he started getting the nickname third trimester Tristan, because this is not the first, he has another baby mother and he did the same thing to her while she was pregnant everything he cheated. Now let us discuss this Jordan situation. So Chloe Kardashian ended things with Tristan Thompson um, cheating on her with Kylie Jenner's best friend, Jordan Woods. As shortly after the rumor surfaced, Thompson tweeted, but that has been deleted, fake news. But Karda- like Khloe Kardashian and her best friend Malika 
um, basically confirmed it by saying strong facts. And then Malika commented underneath Hollywood Unlocked post about the story and said, um, like, Chloe quickly followed with a string of emojis. Basically, like, they just were doing this back and forth commenting on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. Right, so then Jordan Woods gave an interview on Jada Pickett Smith's Red, the Red, Ta- Red Table Talk series, detailing her own words of what happened between her and Tristan. And there were three dominant narratives that play right now: hers, what the reports are, and what the Keeping Up with the Kardashians is basically saying. So let's talk about what's been happening on Keeping Up with the Kardashians with the whole situation that happened. Mm-hmm. So we learned that Chloe thought that she might be pregnant just two weeks before the cheating rumors broke and she ended up not being pregnant. And it was Kim's friends, um, Larsa Pippen, who first told the sisters about the situation and Kim quickly hopped on the phone to call Courtney, Kylie, and Chloe and basically discuss the whole situation. And it was during that conversation that Kylie learned that Jordan might've, might've been sitting on Tristan's lap and mm-hmm. they ended up, that like the chat ended up being confusing and everybody was like wait what so then Kylie told Jordan she was scared of her after the incident she said I'm scared of you you now that's that that's what you're capable of waking up the next morning with a smile on your face and Chloe says that Tristan confirmed everything she was like there was nothing else he could do but confirm it and he answered my questions and I got more details that everybody left the party. Jordan stayed, that she was sitting on his lap. They were all over each other. They were handsy. They made out. It's disgusting. I never understood the depth, depths of his. Ugh. I just want to, I was just hoping for a better outcome for my daughter and myself. And she also says that Tristan threatened to kill himself because of what happened. He said, I can't stop thinking about you, the mess I've caused. He's doing this just to get a reaction out of me. Like, so he's just allowed to say, I'm going to kill myself at any time. That's crazy. And that's so unfair. Right. You said, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's completely unfair. Definitely. I've been in those situations where like a guy knows that he messes up and he thinks that him telling me that he's going to kill himself makes me like, oh my God, you're right. Let me, let me, let me like forgive you because what you did was wrong. Sir, if you realize your own mistakes is causing this outcome, I'm glad you learned your lesson. I'm not telling you to take your life and I'm not telling you to end your life, but I'm telling you to take this moment as a learning step in your life. Now let's continue with what Jordan's Wood said. So her side of the story. So she basically said, never once, I, um, she said, never once was I giving him a lap dance, making out with him, sitting all over him. It was just, we were all together. We were in a group. Never once did we leave the public area, go to a bedroom, go to a bathroom. We were all in plain sight. This seems completely crazy to me that anybody would say that a lap dance was involved because there was no lap dance involved. She said, I was drunk. I was not tipsy. I was drunk, but I was not beyond the point of recollection. I know where I was, but on the way out, he did kiss me. No passion, no nothing on the way out. He just kissed me. It was a kiss on the lips, but no tongue kiss, no making out. He just kissed me. And then she said, nothing. I don't think he's wrong either because I'm allowed... I allowed myself in that position. And when alcohol is involved, people make dumb moves or people get caught up and get caught up in the moment. And she said, I had talked to Kylie and Chloe in the morning. I told them I was there. I talked to Chloe and she asked me what was going on. Is everything fine? In my head of trying to forget that part of the story, I was like, no, he was chilling. Everything was okay. There were girls there, but he wasn't all 
over the girls and I was honest about being there. But I wasn't honest about the actions that had taken place. And then she also said she has talked to Kylie, though. I told her I was coming to the table today. And I think at this point, it's gone too far, too far and enough is enough when the safety of the people I love is in jeopardy. I have to speak. So that's everything she was saying on the Red Table Talk. Now, Joey, with everything that happened with that situation, what were your thoughts in that moment? Um, I feel like he doesn't like taking accountability. Mm -hmm. She doesn't like making... She tries to make sure it's not going to make her look bad in any way, shape, or form. None of them should have been in that situation. A kiss? Okay, cool. A kiss. You know know whose man that is. (laughs) You know whose man that is. Why are you kissing him in the first place? But she said, now that's not an excuse, but you know... I know what Jamie Foxx said, don't blame it on the alcohol. But sometimes alcohol can be a real good, you know, lift up, enhancement. No, no, no. Because I can, I can be in a plenty of situations and my friends, family's boyfriend or whoever... And I, I'm not, I'm not willing to subject myself. And they didn't think that any eyes were going to see it. Now eyes have seen it and put it out there. So, in your opinion, when everything was happening, you know how people were like, "Oh, I'm Team Chloe. I'm Team Jordan. I'm Team Chloe. I'm Team Jordan." Did you lean onto a certain side, or were you just listening? I was Team Chloe. Because ultimately, oh. I would be I would be mortified if the man that I love and I have a child with, regardless of what the situation is, is putting their lips on somebody else who is close to the family. Whether or not you don't kiss anybody else in the lips, why you kiss a high? <laughs> oh no, that's that's a good question. But me, well, like, why is it there? In that moment, when everything was happening and I was listening to all the different storylines, I feel like a lot of people, especially Black people, we automatically came together and was like, no, Jordan, we will not allow this for you. We support you, this, that, and the third. Personally, I didn't agree with either side. I think Tristan has been a down dog ever since he got into a relationship with anybody he's gotten in a relationship with. I, when I found out about this whole Jordan situation, I was like, if it wasn't Jordan, it was going to be somebody else. Right? Yeah. Because that's just the type of person he's been throughout the relationship that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And with Jordan, first of all, I don't, I don't put myself in a certain situation that I know something could happen. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm going to look like the dummy. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. going to compromise anything outside of like at all. I'm just not going to do it. Mm. I feel like, and then for me also, I always if I hang out with my friends, boyfriends, or whatever like that, I know how I stand. I know how to. I'm not saying I act differently, 
but I don't put myself in a predicament for anybody to sit there and think any way. Oh, I, I'm not going to hang out with any of my friend's boyfriends without my friend there. Mm. Oh, no, for real, too. Because what, what the heck are we... Unless, unless he is my friend, too. And y'all ended up dating. Like, if let's say they were both my friends and then they ended up dating with each dating each other. And mm-hmm. me and him already had hung out. We're hanging out before previously by ourselves. That's the only way... and. The only situation I think that I'd be able to hang out with my friend's boyfriend if he was my friend first. But before, now, let me say this: it, mm-hmm. Mikey, Mikey has a boyfriend named Victor. They've been together for five years. Victor is my brother, so I could go out with Victor if Mikey was like. If we have to be like getting something for Mikey, or if Victor needed my help and Mikey couldn't get. Like that's the relationship because me and Victor are family that's my brother but it's like a martin and pam type thing <laughs> like we but we be cracking on each other all that stuff but i'm not going to call victor and say hey let's go out to let's go out to dinner unless i'm going to get something or do something for mikey that's out of respect for mikey because mikey is family first me and mikey have been best friends since the eighth grade we're mm-hmm. both thir- we're both 30 now so that's 15 years we have. There's no reason why I would be going out of my way to be with Victor without Mikey. And like I said, and Victor's my brother. Hmm. I definitely, I definitely hear you on that. I definitely do. You know, but on Alex, that note, got a boyfriend, I'm sitting my ass down. Like now, if I see this bitch at a party, bitch, your man here, you know your man here, where you at? <laughs> And with that being said, that's all for flashbacks with B&J. Please head over to our Instagram and share your thoughts with us about the whole situation and what were your thoughts when it all was developing. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UncensoredBossFM, and we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Uncensored Boss FM. Let's thank Becca for that wonderful segment, and we missed her. But yes. we're about to hop into some trending topics with Joey. So, Joey, what are we talking about? So, the judge revoked NBA Young Boys' $540,000 bond due to past history and probation violations. After being arrested last month for an outstanding warrant, Young Boy will remain behind bars until the trial of his recent gun charges, according to the court documents obtained by XSL Magazine today. Um, the Lu- a Louisiana judge has ruled that the motion for NBA young boy, born Kentrell Galden, to be held without bond pending trial be granted. Prior to this, the magistrate judge in California where young boy was arrested for fleeing the police, which you run from the police for, granted the top Rhymer bond on March 23rd, which included a $540,000 in cash collateral in the form of two properties worth $1.5 million, drug testing, an ankle monitor, and more. Then the bond had a 48-hour window and was later transferred to, to Louisiana, where young boy's warrant was issued stemming from his September of 2020 arrest. At that point, it was up to the Louisiana judge to decide if the rapper should be released out on bond, and they decided otherwise. Shady, well, you shouldn't have ran from the police. 
That's what I'm saying. That's probably why she revoked it because you ran. Secondly, I feel like them drug testing him. Y'all just wanted to get more charges on him because y'all knew damn well he was probably high off of mm-hmm. something. It's a mess. I again, I here's my thing about it. Y'all know I'm not a huge, massive fan of police just from the police brutality things that have been happening. But I don't care what the situation is. I don't care if I'm going to get arrested. I'm not going to run for the police because you ain't going to add nothing on me. Mm-mm. I ain't running. Just, if, I, if I'm if i in trouble, just take me. Just take me. Just go ahead and take me. Don't be rough on me, but just take me. I'm, no. Right, especially if so, you're rich. Especially if you're rich. And now, granted, you have the money for it or somebody's got the money. This is a house. So that's lawsuits on top of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mayweather don't got that money. And no. she worried about she worried about your kid that she's about to bring into this world. Right. Well, All because, of stuff, because you couldn't keep yourself together. And I blame his mother. And the crazy thing is, I feel like his mother is she doesn't take accountability for nothing. At all. At all. She's so she's she's so busy living her little Hollywood lifestyle because she know her son is famous and now she's famous because of her son that she's like right. whatever whatever he do that's what he do that's not my problem no more he he got his own money he do him but again and, and you're you're 100% right but she's responsible for all of that because if she would have done her job mm-hmm. this would have never happened because let or me tell you something her best Miss Billings, my mother, would knock my head off at 30. Not a problem. I don't care where I was. My so mother would knock my head off at 30. I know that TikTok challenge where the kids would tell their parents to shut up. They'll tell, they'll tell one parent oh, to shut up. I did that with my mom. Oh, Well, it's a challenge where they, that one parent will, will prank the other parent and the kid will like, that parent will ask the kid to do something and they'll go like, mom or dad, like, just shut up. Like, shut the F up, you're annoying. So I did that with my mom. My aunt, me and my aunt did it to my mom. At 23 years old, my mother was about to punch me in my chest like I was a woman on the street. Oh, yes. It, it, took, it took all of my aunt's might to stop my mother <laughs> from Man. punching me. Like My, mother my mom has body that. slammed me on the floor for worse. Not for mm-hmm. worse, for less. Yeah, my mom don't play none of that. Like, she don't care how old I am. Mm-hmm. Shit, my grandmother don't play that. My grandmother uh, will be 80 in August. None of the women play that in my family. Like, my aunt, my aunt, all my aunts. All my aunts. Mm-hmm. Would they have Especially the, my aunt Carmen Cita. She ain't the one. She really ain't the one. Would they have the same energy if you got caught with guns and drugs? Well, my mother my would... Like, if my mom was able to get in touch with me, my mother would choke me first. And then ask Why her, would you do that? Right. Right. Why would you do that? Because I. But then, I, it, then it'll be because that's what your ass get. You think I'm supposed to help you? Nope. You're a grown ass woman. But low key. Right. Especially if you're key, rich. Still help. I don't do a Still lot of help. stuff. Like, I don't I don't even smoke weed for real, although now it's going to be somewhat legal in Virginia. But I'm, I fear my mother. I do too. I'm not going to lie. My mama is an islander that does not care. Like, I'm grown enough to have my own kids, but if I was to find out that I was pregnant tomorrow, oh shit, what my mother going to think? Mm. <laughs> but, like, seriously, but, like, not serious at the same time. But, yeah. 
Yeah, so I, 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 and how, he's young. How old is he? He's like 21, 20? 21, 22. Me and him are probably like the same age or around the same age. Like, And that's, that's a, that's a problem. She's failed him in such a way. And I'm not trying to talk shit about the mama, but she, 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 she's, she's failed. She's failed him tremendously. He's got seven kids? Seven kids. Oh, she got seven kids or he got seven kids? He got, Yaya made the seventh one. Oh. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Go ahead, go ahead and have her just tell her clock out. Tell her clock out and go home. She she can't. Mm-mm. She but Yaya just Yaya just is doped up as in. Yaya had that newborn baby on a yacht. Yes. She birthed the baby on the yacht. No 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 no. <laughs> she had the baby. Then she wanted to go on a yacht party, do whatever, and had her baby with her on that yacht. She probably had the baby. Maybe two months ago, maybe like might be less than that, and had that baby wrapped up on a yacht. People don't understand just because you had a baby in that lifestyle doesn't mean that you're in that lifestyle. Because the baby don't, don't he don't owe you. He's doing it for the baby. So whatever the baby gets, you're not entitled to, especially if you're not a wife. I don't care if I have a yacht docked in my backyard. I'm not going to take my baby. That's not even five months on the damn yacht. So I could twerk. No. Oh, God. Yeah, it's crazy to not just want to stay in the house. With your baby. You Learn were, your baby. And your you're mom. Pregnant I would be months. in the house 24-7. Mind you, Yaya is still... The charges where she stabbed the girl is still pending. That case is not... So close. the last place she needs to be is on a yacht party. Talk about turn pool shiesty off. But I don't get me started on her. Good God. Oh. <laughs> it's yep. stressful. Mitch. It wears me out and I can't deal. But did y'all hear about the NBA fining Kevin Durant $50,000 for threatening Michael Rappaport? Definitely. Who's that? You got to fill who's, me in. Who's Michael Rappaport? Michael Rappaport. You know who that he's is? A rap, he's, a, he's, a, he's a rapper. I know, I know a, who he is. That's yeah, the white man of, that's funny. Actor. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah he's hilarious. Uh, so the NBA on Friday fined uh, Kevin Durant $50,000, but did not suspend him for his use of offensive and derogatory language on social media. So he literally hopped in Michael Rappaport's DMs and went in bringing up his wife, saying, you know, telling him, meet me here, because you just talking a whole bunch of shit, like went in, like there's screenshots all over Michael Rappaport's um, Instagram. So it's pretty juicy. Um, and it's the largest permitted under the collective bargaining agreement. The fine is uh, between the league and players union. So, but he's made this apology, which I'm not feeling it. He's like, I'm sorry that people are seeing, have people seen the language that I use? That's not really what I want people to see or hear from me. Hopefully I can move past it and get out and get out on the floor. So fifty thousand dollars is nothing to him for one. At all. But Michael Rappaport is a pussy. That's yeah. what I think. Why did he post the DMs? And also I think what Katie is saying is like me and me and Michael Rappaport talk like this all the time. I'm sorry. Oh, so it wasn't an issue. It didn't like I don't know there doesn't seem to be any like particular um, issue between the two. Michael Rappaport just uh, sued Barstool Sports for defamation of character um, and and failed, I think. 
something? Like it sounds I... like it Go sounds ahead. like he needs um Michael Rappaport needs money. And that's why he probably posted it. Yep, I think so too. Um the money or the relevance or something. Uh but yeah, right. it's also alleged that there are messages in those screenshots that are deleted from um, that Rappaport said to KD. Because I'm like, if it is a problem, then why isn't Rappaport? Because nobody's going to let anybody talk to them crazy without saying nothing back. So what did Rappaport say? Why is everything on KD? And why, my question is, why is his job as in the NBA holding him accountable for it if this happened in his personal life and he didn't bring up anything in the NBA. Right. Well, uh, so I think for the NBA's part, they have a brand to protect. And the fact that KD is such a, um, a high-profile player, and really any player, you know, it's interesting. We talked about that other player who used the anti-Semitic slur. Do you remember that? The coach. No. The coach. Yeah. No, no, no. The player. He was playing video games and he used an anti-Semitic slur. A player for the I heat. Know. Yes, I kind of remember that. Um, yeah, I low-key remember that too. The white guy. The white guy mm-hmm. who didn't kneel for the anthem. Anyways, um, yeah. So KD used, um, he used like homophobic language. Um, so... I don't it went know. against their policies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if anybody talks about KD, they mention the NBA. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So the, uh, that makes sense to make sure they're good on their side. We're right. gonna fine him fifty thousand dollars. Yep. Just to show that we're not with that. Right. Okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense, but. On that note, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UncensoredBossFM and let us know what you think about this, Katie, um, and Michael Rappaport situation. We'll be right back after this break with some Come On White Folks and a discussion of the day. Welcome back to Uncensored on Boss FM. I'm your guest host, John. You're here with Kayla and party boy, Joey. Oh, Joey got party boy. It's funny that all of y'all got adjectives but me today. That's why I need Becca back. Becca gives me my adjectives. 
I didn't. I I hesitated to call you Cutie Girl Kayla because <laughs> I'm personally not a fan of that nickname, and I didn't know. If Neither you were, am I. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I didn't know how to play that, and I didn't want to make one up on the spot because that. <laughs> and can then be we like Kayla. What? <laughs> You know that game that y'all used to play in middle school where, like, you had to introduce your name and you give an adjective that started with your the letter of your first name? I used to hate it because what goes with K? I'd be like, kinesthetic Kayla. Kinesthetic? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, able to move around? <laughs> I would do jolly or just. My teachers always go. My teachers would go, that's so nice. I love that word. <laughs> What does kinesthetic mean? <laughs> like you can move around, like you're really, you know, flexible. Yeah, cool. the quality of movement. Yeah. It's like aesthetics is the quality of visual, the visual quality of something. I think so. But uh, yeah, I would do either Jolly John or Just John. Just John is cute. Yeah. But then it's, some teachers would be like, that's not an adjective. And then I'd be like, okay, just John. <laughs> <laughs> I love justice, okay? Next. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> I Sometimes felt that. I would go kicking Kayla. My name is kicking Kayla. Ass kicking Kayla. <laughs> I should have said that. Now fuck with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kayla, go to the principal's office. Joey, <laughs> what's yours, Yosef? I don't even know where to begin. Um, um, and jumping Joey. No, because she jumps. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be the no. I wouldn't know. Jam and Joey. Jamming. Jam and Joey. What are you jamming on, buddy? I jamming it all. Did y'all know that jam does not shake? Yes. Must be jelly, because jam don't shake. Ah! It wasn't <laughs> until Saucy Santana said that line. And I said, jam really don't shake. Well, RuPaul came up with that first, so. I doubt that RuPaul came up with that. Well, he put it into the atmosphere of this new era. But I do know that jam is a, a lot better to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with than jelly. Yeah. I don't eat. It spreads. I don't eat it. You don't do what? I'm sorry. Peanut butter jelly sandwiches or jam sandwiches. I don't, I don't eat it. Wow. Okay. So you have a right to remain silent. Everything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have a right to an attorney. If you can't afford one, the court will appoint one for you. Do you understand your rights? I understand that we're about to hop into this couple of white folks' discussion of the day after this break. So stay tuned, guys. All right, everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It is your party boy, Joey, and I'm here with Kayla and John. And we're going to jump right on in to our Come On White Folks. What we got? Um, yeah, I'd like to report that someone is illegally using a charcoal grill in a non-designated area on 
Okay, so y'all remember that incident with um, the black chef that owned True Kitchen? And he basically said that he kicked the people out for twerking in his kitchen? Yes, I do. So these girls wasn't admitted into this restaurant because of their hair. They have very much natural hairstyles, ponytail braids. Um, But I'll let you listen to the audio of it, so... Let's play the clip. What's it called? It's Copa in Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio, the brunch place that's owned, like a bar. Owned by J-Rod. Black-owned business. Mm-hmm. And they did not let us in because... Of discrimination. Discrimination. They of f- how the way he wants people to look. Not how we, as women, black, beautiful women, want to look as he wants us to look. Right. So the thing was, he said that... Um, our cousin's lace was visible and he did not want us to come in. Look how good this girl looks. Look how good you look. And our other cousin, her wig cap was showing because the wind was blowing. Look how good she looks. Where? Where? Y'all, it's her birthday and we came from out of town. Like, that's crazy. Slap. So that right there, that's like, I don't, a wig cap and or a lace. Something that is very prominent in the black community and you're a black owned business. Like today's not to come on white folks, it's come on black folks. So when black folks start to make a certain amount of money, they feel like they have to forget where they came from or forget what black culture is like. Now you want to set a standard for black culture and I don't understand that. So are these women saying that they got denied entry not because the style themselves, but because their styles were like jacked up? But it wasn't. Right. But that he was saying it was. Yeah, I couldn't tell anything from the video, anything that didn't look really nice on yeah it was these girls yeah um especially with the whole wigs thing i think wigs are very much a a prominent iconic whether you're black spanish white whatever i feel like when you hear wigs you hear lace or as some men will say the screen door part of the wig um for to not let anybody in because you think her her lace is messed up why because you went searching for it if you search for the lace, you'll find the lace. And the person that owns this restaurant is black. It's black owned. Black owned business. Black owned business. Um, did- so your people are coming to support your restaurant and you're going to discriminate against them because of their hair? Okay. But you can't even see it. That's the thing. I will, I w- will say that we're only getting their side of the story. Um, what did you guys like quick two sentence reaction? What did you guys think?
think back when the um, the restaurant video, the twerking in the restaurant video came out. You saw the video of the guy come out and like berate the women. Uh, I don't know. Were they standing on the the chairs or something? They were standing on the couches, but what Mm -hmm. he explained was that that was his third time coming out and telling them. Okay, and so what were your thoughts on that? My, I I had a mixed opinion. That was me. I I completely agree with what he said. I completely agree with what he said because that's not what they were there to do. That's not. I mean, granted, the music's being played. I get that, but that's not what the ambiance is. You're not in a club. You still have tables and chairs and seats and all that stuff. They're made to be sitting. They're not made to be stood on. But here's here's why I had mixed opinions. Because I agreed with him. It was, you know, this is my building. I bought it. I put my money into it. You're not going to pay if you break anything here. But my thing is you're serving alcohol and lots of it. You don't expect twerking to happen because it didn't just automatically start with the couches mm-hmm. i think it was twerking like by their table but it was in the middle of the floor by their table well and he didn't want he didn't want them to dance and you know it's a complicated situation because i do agree with what joey is saying but also watching the video um i question does he take that tone and that stance and does he come out and confront them face to face if it's not black women i know as a as a white man i have to like always check in with myself and be like would i have taken that tone with you know another man or a white another white person you know what i mean like i think if it wasn't a black woman exactly exactly so while he was well within his rights to be upset that they're acting like that there's got to be a better way and he goes viral for a reason um because he came out like a dickhead yelling yeah Yeah. came out yelling and granted there is a backstory but a lot of people aren't going to be interested in the backstory because they see what you see is what you get it's a granted people like us were open-minded so we're willing to listen to what the backstory is but you have a lot of people who are ignorant who just take things for what it is who don't read the book or judge the book by its cover right Right. so that's why a lot of people were very much furious with the true kitchen incident because it was just like well he was yelling he didn't have to yell he didn't have to do that he could have came to them calmly but he also didn't have to tell y'all three times right but that's after we did the research. That right. wasn't, this video was just circulating. Same thing with this video. However, I, I feel like in this TikTok that they made, they wasn't, they were mad, but they were still like, kind of sort of like laughing it off in, in a calm manner. So it, it's giving me the impression that the They owner, went in there and cut up on some shit and then he retaliated and said what he said. I don't think so. I think I, they didn't even get in. They didn't, they didn't get in. He didn't allow them in because but, of her lace. Well, but how, but again, that brings back the backstory. How do we know? Right. How do we know that that's what that is? How do we, how do we know that they went in there, tried, like, tried to do something and was making like all these, demands. Well, we want to sit over here or we want to do this or we want to do that. And they politely said no. And then they cut up. Cause I get that at my job all the time. And then you well, always have women outside saying something different, trying to make it look like, oh, we were just discriminated on when really they tried to cut the fuck up and got what they deserved. Well, and the way so they looked, the way they looked in the video, it's hard for me to believe that they wouldn't turn up right there. Like they didn't, if or they would even get turned away for that reason. 
It doesn't seem right. realistic. I feel like that reason is stupid. That's why, like, I believe this video, but I also think there is a bigger backstory. Right. I don't see anyone saying, oh, you can't come in because we see you're lazy. We can't come in because we see your wig cap. However, people always surprise me. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm sitting here too, like, he probably did say that. But I haven't seen anything of what the manager said or any video of this altercation. I've just seen this TikTok, so. Right. And again, black women, especially young black women, um, are easy targets for yes the derision yes. of angry men. Yeah. Yeah, or anything. So while these girls, who knows what the backstory is, even if they were acting a complete fool, um... And we gonna find out. Yeah, if if this goes viral, I'm sure we will find out. But I hope so, cause I, I, that's fucked up. That's all I'm gonna say. Cause I ain't gonna lie, the girl who had the wig cap showing, cause she had the ponytail. I think that's me when I'm going to brunch. I was surely throwing the drawstring ponytail that has my hair wrapped up in a wig cap. So if I won't be letting, I'm sorry, I'm, but I'm gonna cut up if you're not gonna let me in. Because you but I, again, I think that the possibility is because I've seen it in my job. They were trying to start making demands of what they wanted to do or what they were trying to get. And somebody said no. And then they cut up. I get that all the time. And then I'm liable to say, well, bitch, your wig cap look raggedy, too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I do that. I'm not going to. I'm not even going to. I'm going to. So then, if I'm a if I'm a paying customer and I would like a booth or I would like to sit outside. Why what if we? What if we're on the way and we don't have it available? No, I, there's no no. It, there's no inspection of my fucking look. You know what I mean? Like, if I have hairs out of place, you don't get to deny me entrance to brunch. Entry. Like, her I, wig cap I hear showing. You. I that's hear not, that. I understand that, and you are one hundred percent right. What I'm saying is, how do we know? that when she got in there, she wasn't trying to fully make demands and get out of pocket. Agree, I agree, a hundred percent. I a hundred. That's my main premise, that we do not know this whole story. Right. But just taking their word for it, um, you know, they would have had to look at these girls with a magnifying glass to find- To say, yeah. right. nah, I see, I, they plucked too far on the left-hand side. You can't come in and press <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that right. uh, that makes me more suspicious of it actually. And I want to know if it was the actual owner, because like with the True Kitchen situation, the owner came out at the very end, but he mm-hmm. did send out two people prior to him coming out. And actually, no, it was one person, and then he came out the second time, and then the third time was when he was a dickhead. Right, and. I don't know. It's easy to say that the owner came out and told us we couldn't, you know, it could have just been the doorman. Right. And they don't know because <laughs> they don't know who owns the place. <laughs> right. Yeah. I w- oh, no, but they did say it. They did. They did oh, yeah, they did. They did. Overall, I would I would just want more info on this situation. I hope more comes Definitely. out. But on that note, that is all that we have for Come On White Folks today. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. At Boss at, at Uncensored Boss FM. Sorry, guys. And let us know what you guys think about this situation. We'll be right back.
Hey, everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It is your party boy, Joey, and I'm here with John and Kayla. And we're going to jump right on in to our discussion of the day. What do we got? So just like we were talking about in our Come On White Folks segment, how um, John said that, especially Black young women, that they are the most disrespected, discriminated race species on this planet. I guess I should say I want to dive deeper into that. So my question is why? Why do you guys feel like that? We, I'm not going to say we because I'm not a woman, but women get painted, Black women, as angry and aggressive. That is the most dangerous label that you can put on any Black woman or any woman of color at that. Um, they don't like the fact that Black women speak our minds. Why well, I keep saying our minds? Like, I'm a female, but I support y'all. <laughs> like, I support y'all, sis. I got you. Um, but they don't like when y'all speak up on how y'all feel about things. Whereas a lot of white women are just very kind of rolling with the punches. But they get, like, say if you're in a job, they're going to get more money just because they're white woman compared to a black woman. So when a black woman tries to negotiate it, then she's difficult. Yeah. You know what? I, I Am I here? Am I here? Did you get me? Am I there? Yeah. I got you. You know what I find funny? The first thing you said was that black women speak up. Mm-hmm. Because we do. However, white women speak up. But when a white woman speaks up, it's okay. It's okay. She's mm-hmm. not looked at as angry. She's not looked at as um, having her opinion. I think that's changing. With Karens, with yeah. the whole movement of Karen exactly. coming along. Yep. But, but um, I feel like the only way she's considered a Karen is if there's another race involved or the mm-hmm. black race is involved. But if a white woman is speaking her mind, like whether she's angry or not, it's always going to be justified, no mm-hmm. matter what. Mm-hmm. Very much so. No Very much what. so. And then what's going to happen is we, I, what I've seen is, you know how we're labeling Karens, women, black women are getting named like Shaniqua's, like Shaniqua's real upset today. Mm-hmm. Of all but names. I mean, but that's just like, uh, I don't know if we have a name for a black man, but I guess you can say a Deshaun or a Tyrone. No, it's, it's have, Tyrone. It's Tyrone. But we have we have uh, Karen and Ken, or we get a John Kevin. I was for like the Kevin. white I thought it was Kevin. Karen and Kevin or Karen and Ken, uh, or Karen and John. We heard you the first time, Kayla. <laughs> Nobody laughed. I had to say it again. <laughs> we didn't laugh, uh, not because we didn't hear you. But no, I, I think uh, Joey was getting into it on his first conversation. It's like, it's just layers and layers of um, hate and uh, bigotry and mistreatment. Like, uh, you have these groups like men and women, black and white, and everybody is just tiered down. Uh, so black women just end up getting the the worst treatment out of anyone. Um, they get. But do you think that that stems from slavery? Like, I feel like it has a part in it. But like, if you could pinpoint somewhere where you think this is coming from, because even in slavery, black women were still looked at to be strong, where we had to have these certain characteristics of us. Yeah. So like, where do you think this is coming from? 
especially as a white man. Well, the the well, white supremacy and the patriarchy working hand in hand to, um, you know, keep down anybody who's black and then keep down anybody who's not a man. Um, mm. So not only do um, black women get mistreated by white men because of the color of their skin, they're, mm-hmm. they are also mistreated like in the the true kitchen situation by black men because they are women. And mistreated, I mean, maybe, you know, too general or too specific of language. But like I, I, I do think, I do like what I said earlier when they're like an easy target. Like it's yes. just, just easy to yell at them, to lash out or to blame them. Or to oh, not, yeah. not take them seriously. That's why you see uh, so such a high mortality rate with pregnant uh, black women mm-hmm. because doctors don't mm-hmm. trust them they're just hysterical they, they don't listen whatsoever yeah right that's why and i'm not gonna lie i, I know this may be tmi but my OBGYN, i went to her the first time she she was black i said no i'm staying with her like granted i this is my first time going to her i'm not gonna try nobody else I just solely because she's black absolutely yeah no, I think that's like, completely reasonable. And she's going to give you, like, the proper information to yeah. help you as a black woman. And it's different for for white women. It's different for Hispanic women. But you guys relate because of simply the color of your skin. Right. So. Right. Well, I would, I would expect, um, you know, any woman of color to be more comfortable with first a woman and then more first a woman of color and then second any woman right like that that tier system that i was talking about goes the opposite way when you're talking about the specific care of um Mm. obstetrics but you know i've heard i've heard a lot of uh, women say that they prefer a man as their OBGYN, and to me it just doesn't sit right that i have a man looking at my private parts that's not my boyfriend <laughs> yeah. yeah that surprises me um that women would prefer that but bill cosby definitely was an OBGYN on the cosby show oh he was is so that, but see an uh, OBGYN like him is that and how he example? was it's not the next example i'm not gonna lie but if we're gonna talk about bill cosby the character <laughs> uh, what's, yeah. it's not bill cosby it's um what's his name felix uh felix huxtable is that right oh yes yes no not felix his name's not felix cliff cliff cliff, cliff huxtable yes i'm gonna say who's felix i don't know uh, <laughs> no but um yeah if i had an OBGYN like him that was a man and was black at that i wouldn't do a white man an indian man i wouldn't do that I would accept him because he makes me comfortable, especially like that is very, that's an awkward situation, whether you're pregnant or not. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's well, always awkward at the OBGYN. Well, and you know, as a black woman, you're knowing what you know about this conversation, this topic, like you should be guarded. Like you should assume that um, those doctors don't have your best or they won't, they will take you for granted. Right, right. And I'm just not, 
But I feel like as a black woman in America, I have a lot of dis- distrust in everything. Yes. Like, I and I, I'm that. not even sure, you know, how to specifically handle it sometimes because like even going to the doctor per se, like you're supposed to believe what your doctor says. Why? Because they studied it and have an actual piece of paper that says I am a professional in this. Right. Right. But doctors can be wrong too. Oh yeah. And doctors can have an agenda and they can lie. And be extremely dismissive. They can be on and pills. You can, right. You, they can be racist. I've had a racist doctor before. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think, no, I think like that's a very real thing. Uh, that goes into what we're talking about. And it's, it may be a, like, uh, what is it called? Uh, an implicit bias or uh, an unconscious bias, right? Yes. Oh, they don't even know it. Yeah, right. or like a young white doctor, white male doctor is woke. He uh, gives money to BLM. Uh, he voted for Biden Harris. Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, but and he's the, he's very proud to say he voted for Obama twice. Right. <laughs> right. But at the same time, when a black woman complains, he's like, "Is this you know, is this a real issue, or is she just being dramatic?" And right. is that is that response a factor of like his experience and what he knows of the situation, or is it just this weird thing that makes him not trust black women? Right. And I'm not gonna lie, the the racist doctor that I had, he looked like if I had to give y'all a picture, Mr. Rogers, old man, blue, with blue eyes, yeah. Um, and he was very funny, but like. Something about him just didn't sit right with me in my spirit. And it seemed like a lot of the times he could have been slightly dismissive of what I was saying or what my mom was saying. But I also, is it just me as a black woman? When I meet white people for the first time, somehow, somehow some way, I always feel like they may have a little racism in them. Mm-hmm. I think that's safe to assume. Even if they don't like, think I, that, even if they don't think they do. Right. I don't and I don't know if it's because of what's happening in today's society or my experience or what, but like every white person that I meet, I'm always like with a magnifying glass. So I'm a figure right. whether you're racist or not. I think that's because you never know what situation is gonna bring that out of them. But I think what fears people the most, white people especially, is the label. Because they know like how detrimental it can be. Mm-hmm. So they try to be like, well, no, I'm not racist, but, and then they say no, something I'm... racist. Right. You, do you remember the high school basketball uh, announcer who called the the girls' team? The Knicks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. His whole thing was like, I am not a racist. I am not a racist. I know that's not Yeah, racist. here you are. I'm not a racist. It's like, what are you then if you say those things, man? Like, what do you think a racist is? But I feel like that's the only thing you can say. Oh, I'm not a racist, but yet you just said something racist out your mouth. Yeah, accept it. Like at this at this point, yeah, you might as well. But then well, again, I'm not sure how I would feel. But that goes it's into like, that goes into our like apology conversation. It's like all you can do is be like, "Yo, guys, I'm fucking racist," and it took this like horrible thing. Like it took this. It took someone to find me out on a hot mic to ruin my life. And now I want to change. 
But like, but they're they're. But what do you want to change for? You you want to change because your opportunity got thrown away, or you want to change because you really think you did something wrong? Uh, I mean, whatever. You know, that guy doesn't know. But like, there is obviously there is a path for someone to be like, yo, I realize that I've been a complete piece of shit. How do I get better now? Like, how do I? See, here's my thing. I don't want them to say I'm not a racist, but I don't know how I would feel if they came out and said. Hi, my name is uh, Logan. I am racist. But like, I don't know. <laughs> well, there are people who are proudly racist. Yes, but right. I, but I think there are people, and I think that the dude who said that about the high school girls team is proudly racist. Right. And he's saying he's not because he lost his job. Mm. But I do think there are people who don't realize they're being shitty. I mean, there's, a, there's an area here in Georgia that you can't, like, black people can't be seen in the dark. Because if you are, that's your ass. I'm downtown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the kids that grow up there, they don't have a chance to not be racist. Right. It's, it's, in, it's, it's in their blood. It's just embedded in them. But so for those kids, do you think that, so do you fault them? Um, I don't fault. I don't fault what's being taught. However, what you learn on the outside is on you. Right. I don't fault a child for too much of anything, mm-hmm. but at some point, it is your responsibility to figure, to learn it to figure that the fuck out. Yeah. Right. Mm. So then, how do you guys feel about um, microaggression? But that, that's kind of what I was thinking um, when I was talking. What's, People don't What's realize. the definition of that? Like, if a white person was to say, hey, Kayla, like I have box braids. Hey, Kayla, I like your hair. Like, is it all yours? Oh. Or I'm almost as dark as you. Look at my tan. Mm, got it. <laughs> got it. Or, got yeah, it. or even things that are, like, less more subtle than that yeah um like it where it takes you to like yeah where you can't even are something maybe that you couldn't even articulate where it's like why did he react like that is it because like he thinks that i'm going to do a certain thing or act a certain way uh yeah no i think it's a real thing and it's a thing that like i said earlier like as a white man, you constant you should constantly be checking in with yourself to be like, am I like mansplaining? Am I interrupting? Right. Am I right. taking a tone with this person because they're a woman or a black person? Like, yeah. But see, and like have those moments be like teachable moments to yourself. Right. But you have microaggressions to women, but then it's microaggressions specifically to black men too. Yes. I'm sure. Absolutely. Like, it, it, it's this girl I follow on TikTok, and she, she's black, but she does microaggressions to white people. And I find it kind of funny, because it's like, dang, that is funny if I was to say that to a white person. But like, like one of them is like, ooh, like, do you smell that? Like, I'm just going to ask her. And she goes like, so do you know if you like always smell like wet dog? Or is that... <laughs> there's nothing micro about that aggression that's aggressive the next time i see her video one of her videos on my tiktok i'll send it to the group chat but like she does a lot of them and it's like to see them flipped 
my question to a white person would be like, so when you're asking me these questions, are you genuinely wanting to know or do you know that you're saying this to Being me? a bitch. Right. Because then if I was to do it on your end and it's flipped, the first thing you guys want to do is play victim. Right. White people Absolutely. never like when things are played on them or when things Absolutely. the tables have turned, shall I say. Right. And I'm sure that a microaggression towards them would get picked out real quick. Mm-hmm. Very quickly. Right. Because sometimes I, like, I get so upset when I don't figure it out in their face and I figure it out afterwards. I get so upset because I'm like, damn, Kayla, you're so dumb. That's like, you should have cursed them out. That's the, that's the poison of it, right? Like, it's so sneaky. Yeah. Like, the microaggression of the, the lady... She was telling me how she was trained to do hair. My hair was like this, but it was a little curlier. I, I comb my curls out today. But she said, um, yeah, I was working on the set and I was working with girls whose hair is like mine. But like the, the set, there were girls with hair like yours. And I was like, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean like mine? <laughs> She's like, well, I mean, you know, curly, you know, it's, it's kind of kinky. Mm, okay. But then at that point, it's like, was that genuine? Were you like, because white people can have kinky, curly hair too. Absolutely. Maybe not kinky, but curly hair too. No, they can have, kink, so, they can have curly hair. They can have, they can have hair like us. I've seen a bunch of straight white people just have. The, that, that curly hair that gets stuck mm-hmm. in a brush. So mm-hmm. it, my, that's why I feel like every time it comes out, it's it may seem like it's genuine, but it, there's no way that it can't be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, um. <laughs> there's a there was some uh, Twitter meme going around about like what was the funniest uh, thing someone did at work to try and not be racist. Um, and it was like. I live in Canada, but one of my coworkers will only call black people African Americans because she's afraid to call them black. <laughs> but you can't say African Canada. <laughs> African Canada. Oh my gosh. African Canada. But aren't they? I think they're French people, right? Some of them. Yeah, there's French Canadians. African Canadian. That's what you would say. That would be the term. I guess so. But on that note, that is all that we have for our discussion of the day. We'll be right back after this break with some sports and a quick recap for you guys. So stay tuned. And welcome back to Uncensored on Boss FM. I'm your guest host, John. We're here with Kayla and Joey. And this is the Uncensored Sports segment. Today we're going yes. to talk, talk about the pretty much the biggest thing that's going on in sports entertainment uh, this week. That's the, the Space Jam trailer starring LeBron James. Did you guys get a chance to check it out? I yeah. did. I watched um, the trailer and I'm not going to lie. When I first, before I watched the trailer, I was like, 
space and two, like not coming to a theater near you because I don't want to see it. Are you like I, I wasn't. Were you a fan of the first it. one? I'm not gonna say fan. Did I like it? Did I enjoy it? Yeah. Uh, it came out a year before I was born, so I definitely grew up watching it. But um, I, you know, some movies they don't need uh, part two. Like the movie wasn't left off as a cliffhanger. It doesn't need to be redone. So I wasn't here for, it, but the trailer was amazing. I'm not gonna lie. It made me like, oh snap! Let me watch this Space Jam. Let me get my Toon Squad jersey. Joey, what do you like, think? I I love Space Jam growing up. That was one of my favorite movies. And I don't even like basketball, but it was just I love Looney Tunes. Right. That was always my go-to when I was a kid. So to bring that back is a lot of nostalgia for me. Um, so I definitely, just just because, and Lola, you got Lola Bunny. Like, are you kidding me? But they did her over. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I like the platinum blonde on her, not the honey I'm not a plan- blonde I'm, or whatever. I'm not a fan of the comp- the CGI Looney Tunes. Like I feel like the the '96 version or no. So in the night in the '96 version, it's live action with animated like 2D mm-hmm. animation. Um, mm-hmm. In this one, they're computer graphics. I'm pretty sure. You know what I mean? Like they look like Sonic the Hedgehog in the Sonic movie. Um. Okay. Did I get what you're saying? Yeah, now I get what you're saying. As in, like, they, they become 3D. They're not 2D anymore. Right. They're 3D characters. Right. Um, the other thing is that I got hung up on, and it might be stupid, but, like, the whole movie is about uh, LeBron James's son getting kidnapped, uh, and LeBron has to play a basketball game to save him. But it's not, right. it's not his son. It's an actor. And it's not the son's name. It's a different name. But it's still LeBron James. I don't think Bronny would want to play in that movie, though. Me neither. But, like, why make it about his son, then? I don't... I. Why? Because everyone... I feel like if they didn't and it was a regular person, people would have automatically assumed that it was Bronny. Everyone knows when you think of Bronny or when you think of LeBron James, you think of Bronny because that is his protege. That's what I'm saying. So, like, but Bronny may have been too old. Bronny's like 17. But right? so right, but so write a different thing. Like Michael Jordan's son wasn't involved in whatsoever. Him, yeah, in him getting sucked into the tune world. Why did LeBron James's son? If you knew that you weren't going to get the actual son, which I'm fine with. I don't want to see that the son act if he doesn't want to act. But the why? Character shouldn't have been a part of it. Yeah, why write it then? It just seems weird. My, for me, the trailer that got me was like, this may be corny, was the part with Don Cheadle and how he had to go through whatever thing he got sucked into that was like the common middle ground. Then LeBron James then got sucked into Looney Tunes world. I said, what's the point of that? Um, yeah, I could have. Honestly, if they kept the same storyline, that would have been fine. That's what I thought they it was going to be. Why not? Yeah. Especially because you have... Uh... I think in that trailer you see a couple other basketball players, Damian Lillard. Um, but I wouldn't want the same storyline if it's a new one. Like every, every don't get me wrong, every other like sequel to other movies have had the same storyline. 
we, we must agree to that. But it's nice to have a movie that has a completely different, like, vibe. So, like, The Incredibles. For one, The Incredibles, the first one left off with a cliffhanger, and we that didn't one get one about it yeah. Right. But it fit. Well, this isn't a sequel. I don't think... But it's Space Jam 2. I don't know. I don't think it has... I wonder if there'll be reference to the first one then. Because I, from what I understand, it's just a complete reboot. But if it if it's not a reboot, wouldn't it be... A reboot means that they're doing it over, right? Mm-hmm. Not that they're adding on. Right. So then why change the storyline if you're doing it over? That's what That was my whole problem with it. But that's with me with uh, when they did that so Raven and then they made Raven's home. That was weird. Was it a different a different storyline? Completely. Her her daughter or her whoever her kid is is psychic, but they're in middle school and I think Raven's visions and Raven being psychic clash with her child being psychic or something like that. I don't know. I've never watched it, but she's still friends with Chelsea, I think. And Chelsea got a baby. Chelsea got a baby. Corey, Kyle Massey isn't in the show. Right. So neither he, is neither is Eddie. We shit. Eddie don't need to be in the show. No. Yeah. He he's he's done. <laughs> he's I never done. watched any of the that's so Raven. But uh, so we let's wrap up the sports segment. Do you guys, uh, Joey, are you gonna go watch Space Jam two? Hell yeah. Why is it coming on HBO Max? Yes. I bought HBO Max. Me too. So that means you're gonna watch it. Uh, gonna watch. Can you give me like a one sentence reason why why you wanna why you're gonna watch it? Me? Yeah. Because of Looney Tunes. What? Bugs Bunny? Are you kidding? Okay, Kayla. What? How about you? Um, because of Looney Tunes, semicolon. Um, <laughs> I want to see. I'm here for the writing, the script of it, the script aspect of the whole movie yeah i'm just like you guys i i'm here for pretty much anything looney tunes also like i'm here to hate watch uh lebron james's acting because you know it's gonna be iffy at best not if you okay quick question then we'll wrap if kobe bryant was still alive you think they would have chose him yes i don't think he would have done it i don't think he would have done it too, too, right too i think dignity. they would have chose him i don't think he would have done it actually he might have if Gigi, if they would have put Gigi in it. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, yes. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But with that, that's all for the sports segment today. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap it up and give you guys a quick recap. Uh, hit us up on social media at Uncensored Boss FM on Instagram and Twitter, and we will talk to you guys in a few minutes. Welcome back to Uncensored with Boss FM. It's your girl Kayla here with Joey and our guest host, John, our main man. If you were just tuning in, it is cool because you missed the show, but we're about to give you this recap of what we talked about today and go check us out on our social media and our podcast 
to get more information on what we actually talked about and how we felt about it. So in top news today, we talked about the U.S. Capitol Police um, after he he has passed away after an attacker rammed, rammed him at one of his checkpoints. We also talked about how an Asian woman was fatally stabbed while walking her dog, but the police aren't suspecting a hate crime. But we're not going to talk about that because it definitely was a hate crime. It absolutely was. DMX was hospitalized due to a drug overdose and grave condition. There were reports that he was breathing on his own. Unfortunately, that was all false. So we're saying big prayers for him. And a judge revoked NBA Youngboy's $540,000 bond due to past history and probation violations. I still say you shouldn't have ran, but you did anyway. <laughs> we had a good come on white folks where we discussed um, this video, this TikTok video that went viral on how this restaurant basically did or didn't discriminate against this group of black women who tried to go eat at their establishment. And that brought us to our discussion of the day and how we talked about the discrimination and the disrespect of the black woman in today's society, in today's country. Um, and where it stemmed from, honestly. Yeah, we had a uh, exactly we had a sports segment that we talked about Space Jam 2 um, and whether or not we were excited to see LeBron James's project. Um, and that was pretty much it. Yes. So if you did miss all that, you could check us out on the Boss FM app on our podcast or head on over to our social media pages on Instagram and Twitter at Uncensored Boss FM. Make sure you check us out tomorrow on the Boss Boss One Network and the Boss FM Next Network, um, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. It's been real. It's your girl, Kayla, here with Joey and our guest co-host, John. We hope to see y'all tomorrow. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>